The firings and shufflings of inspectors general that have occurred recently in the Trump administration have worried a related community, namely the whistleblowers and those who advocate on their behalf. For a take on the temperature, I checked in with the executive director of the National Whistleblower Center, John Kostiak. All right, so there's a bill now to protect from, I guess, summary dismissal, the federal inspectors general that's banding about in Congress. Just if you would maybe re-educate us on the connection between whistleblowers and inspectors general, because generally you think of whistleblowers in the Office of Special Counsel and places like that. Yeah, the inspectors general is a really important place for whistleblowers to go. Whistleblowers need options, <laughs> and inspectors general are, are highly respected professionals, folks who have been in, in investigations their entire career, generally have unimpeachable integrity. And Congress listens to them. Congress passed the Inspectors General Act, the initial one back in 1978, because they needed an objective reporting on potential waste, fraud, and abuse within the government. And so if you're a federal whistleblower and you have information on potential waste, fraud, and abuse in the government, uh, the IG is generally going to be very interested and it can do thorough investigation. We'll keep uh, your name confidential. And in general, that report that the IG reproduces will be seen by Congress and ultimately uh, oftentimes you know, debated in public. So whistleblowers then often go directly to inspectors general? Or are they supposed to go That's to this? Right. What about the chain of, you know, first the supervisor and so on? Or do they often, in your experience, feel more comfortable going right to the IG? Yeah, oftentimes the issues that are raised by whistleblowers implicate superiors. And so I, whistleblowers don't feel safe bringing the, the very topic that their uh, superiors uh, might be quite knowledgeable about, but may not have completely clean hands or out. Um, so they'll need another venue in that situation. And obviously the Office of the Spe- uh, Special Counsel is an important venue, but uh, so is the uh, IG's office. And with all of this debate going on and some celebrated departures, if you will, of inspectors general, what does it look like from the whistleblower standpoint that you've been noticing lately? Are they kind of going into hiding? Is there more activity or maybe no effect? Well, it's hard to get great data. There's been one survey uh, that are now several months old and you know, might, is certainly not complete. That suggests that some um, federal employees are less likely to step forward, others no change, and then others are more motivated than ever to step forward in the face of wrongdoing because they're concerned about potential corruption. So it's, a, it's not a clear picture. It's certainly a riskier environment than ever before, and whistleblowers have always taken risks. We've been fighting at National Whistleblower Center to create more confidential channels to protect whistleblowers from retaliation as well as ensuring that there's good um, education across the federal government about the value of whistleblowers and the importance of protecting them. But uh, as you know, there have been breakdowns, quite a lot of the backlog. The Merit System Protection Board, the list goes on and on, breakdowns in this current system. So whistleblowers uh, definitely uh, need to tread carefully. Uh, and these days there has been enough uh, evidence of retaliation for speaking up against powerful individuals that you have to tread uh, especially carefully. We're speaking with John Kostiak, Executive Director of the National Whistleblower Center. And what should whistleblowers do in times of uncertainty or if they think the inspector general might be in trouble or or something? Well, first of all, every federal employee is a citizen, so we always encourage people to exercise their voting rights. We also encourage people to understand the whistleblower protections and to try to navigate within the system of protections we have. 
it's oftentimes a good idea to get whistleblower counsel because it is a complex body of laws. Those who step outside the legal protections obviously are at greater risk for people who go directly to the media with potentially sensitive information. Obviously, uh, that's a very risky maneuver. Now, obviously, there's a lot of information that gets to the media that's not um, national secrets, but these are all, you know, there's a lot of important questions that whistleblowers should ask of themselves before they go public and, or before they uh, disclose. We very much encourage disclosure of uh, misconduct, but we also say it's not a simple process. We need needs to be done thoughtfully. It does take some intestinal fortitude, doesn't it, to uh, embark on that path? Yes, unfortunately, we have a long list of whistleblowers we've worked with and, and spoken with who have gone through fairly uh, traumatic experiences. And we're trying to change that and try to strengthen our culture of respect for these people. They're the ones who are really on the front lines of protecting our democracy and the rule of law. And I think we've had a lot of learning opportunities in the past year. And uh, the most important thing, I think, uh, for people to take away from all this is some of the most important subjects we are debating today about the future of our country are only being debated because whistleblowers have brought the issues forward. And we need more of that. And the government just recently printed up a couple of trillion dollars and through various programs has really distributed it. And at this point, the oversight apparatus is just really getting started. I think there's a new GAO report out, but that's the first of them. And inspectors general are part of that also. Should we expect a bumper crop, perhaps, of whistleblowing complaints as what happened with that money becomes more and more transparent? Oh, certainly. There is a direct correlation between large government spending and fraud and abuse. And the massive spending we are seeing now is particularly subject to abuse because there are not enough measures for transparency and accountability in the legislation that's been passed. Uh, we've seen the Treasury Secretary authorize many billions of dollars of spending and saying that he is not going to provide the names of the beneficiaries of that spending. So uh, we are... Um, in great need of whistleblowers, and we are uh, already seeing that, um, whistleblowers step forward on COVID uh, response spending and expect large influxes of additional whistleblowers. So we need to make sure the system is set up to protect them and ensure that their complaints are heard. John Kostiak is executive director of the National Whistleblowers Center. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.